Home.com. <laughs> All they heard was uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> but you can probably fill in the blanks there, can't you? 770-781-9150. Coming up on the end of this morning's Bonanza, Rise and Stein with Ray Haynes. Ray has been teaching on the Feast of Tabernacles, the final day. And what a great way to go into our Victory Partner Days with this final push of this incredible feast. Yeah, I hope that you, as you listen to what we do throughout the year, you're just getting awakened more and more and more to just how much God wants to hang out with you, mm-hmm. just wants to encounter you. And in these eight days that we're at the end of right here, he, he wants you to celebrate. You know, no matter how bad, how burdened, how crazy, how painful, how whatever your experience level is, you know, God is so familiar with you and what you've suffered and what you've gone through that he is committed to finding a way to make you celebrate. I mean, how much, how much deeper of a love could God have for you than to say, you know, I don't, I just, I don't want to just help you endure. I, I want to celebrate you home with me every day. I mean, to me, I just think, I, I love how he loves us. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's so cool. And we've talked about lots of different things. The aspects of the Feast of Tabernacles on this greatest day of the feast was when Jesus stepped out onto the platform with, you know, probably millions of people and said, hey, I'm the water you're mm-hmm. pouring out. I'm the light you're shining. He said, I'm the tabernacle. This body you see right here, I came and tabernacled with you. You think if you were in the desert compared to where I'm from, this is a desert. Mm. And and I want to teach you how to give. Mm-hmm. And so I'm giving my own life. In fact, I left my glory behind so mm. I could do that. Mm-hmm. And I want to show you what real joy is. Mm-hmm. You know, and for the joy set before you, coolest verse that only has its true meaning in this in this festival right here. For the joy set before him, he laid it all to him for us. Wow. So when you're thinking about who to give to, how to give, how to celebrate, you know, do it in the context that he did. So here's some of the things he said. I will bring the blind by a way they did not know. I will lead them in paths they've not known. I will make darkness light before mm. them. See, he's the guy that made darkness and light. Mm. So he can do that. And crooked places straight. Mm-hmm. These things I will do for them and not forsake them. Mm. See, he, he loves to do things for you. Mm-hmm. See, you're not a burden. Mm. I will give you the treasures of darkness and hidden riches of secret places, that you may know that I, the Lord, who call you by name, am the God of Israel. See, he is so in love, especially with his people, the Jews, that he'd do just about anything that they would know who he is. He's just trying to constantly reveal who he is. And that's why this year we so must begin to pray for the Jews and share our faith boldly. So first things first, there's two words in there, treasures and riches, right? That God is hidden in the darkness of secret places. So God supplies provision, sufficiency, riches, wealth, etc., and each in their proper time and place according to his will and the needs of his kingdom. So Exodus says this, Now therefore, if you will indeed obey my voice and keep my covenant, then you shall be a special treasure to me above all people, for all the earth is mine. 
all the earth is mine, and you shall be to me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. And I love when God breaks it down like that. We think of all the things that are treasures to us, but to God, you, you're the top of the list. Mm. You're his treasure. Mm. And treasure, so you know in Hebrew, it's in a class of its own. It's a highly prized, even priceless, and kept secure. Riches imply just an amount beyond what meets a need. It's a quantity more than sufficient. But treasures is, is beyond that. And that's what you mean to him. So you remember when uh, Jesus got in the boat with Simon Peter and the disciples and they went out fishing and he told them, cast uh, the net on the other side. And of course, <laughs> he was like a fish magnet anyways. And that was the point that all these seasoned fishermen realize that they're sitting in this boat all night long with no fish. And the minute Jesus steps into the boat, <laughs> the fish who should be fleeing are now saying, you want us to give our lives? Okay. They, they have no problem. They are suddenly a mag. They can't resist the nets so much so that the nets are breaking. They have to bring other boats. And so famous line, Simon Peter says, depart from me for I am a sinful man, O Lord. Can you imagine <laughs> as being a seasoned fisherman going, okay, I'm in the wrong boat with the wrong guy right here. This is not good. For he was astonished and all that were with him because of the catch of fish that they had taken. And so also were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. So these, so, so where, whatever you do in business, this is your partnership, all right? Yep. You have one goal in life. You're yep. trying to make your business succeed. Feed your family, feed your kids. And now you have the best day of your life, of anybody's life. They have to begin, bring more boats. It's like a scene from Forrest Gump, you know, after the, <laughs> when the shrimp and thing, right? <laughs> and suddenly everything was there. So, but instead of going, all right, let's, let's rename the company. Let's buy some more nets. Um, Jesus says to Simon, fear not. From now on, you will catch men. In other words, you are about to become a magnet that I'm going to magnetize you and people are going to come to you and find me. Mm -hmm. So when they brought their ships to land, weirdest thing you'll ever see a fisherman do. Boats and boats of fish, they spent their life trying to catch. And the one day they catch it all, they leave it in the boat mm. and they walk away. Like a man who sells everything yeah. to buy the field where he found the buried treasure. I mean, it would be like Leanna walking away from cake. What? <laughs> boats and boats, boats and boats of cake. <laughs> and she goes, nope, nope. Don't See, want it. Just want him. The Feast of Tabernacles is about rejoicing in the blessings that God has provided, mm. but making sure our focus is on the Lord of the blessings mm. instead of the blessings. Wow. Yes. yes. And, and okay. I, Underline that. Highlight that right there. Make sure our focus is on the Lord of the blessing instead of the blessings. Of the Lord. And when we have Victory Partner Days, that's why I, I love how it coincides with this feast because we get to do what we love to do the most, tell you about what God is doing through this ministry. We get to tell you that in the, in the year ahead, we believe he's going to bring in a million souls because that's what we're going to ask him. And, and I was there at the table when we asked him for a million meals. And I thought, oh, if I only had faith as a mustard seed, but mm -hmm. I, I didn't even need that much faith. Mm -hmm when we were going to bring in 25,000 shoes and we brought in 148,000 shoes. <laughs> when they said, you just need 20,000 bags of clothes. I'm, going, oh, I'm thinking of shoes. I'm thinking. And 
the tractor trailers pitted the blacktop and 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 they were they were like pregnant they're mm-hmm. just little bellies bursting you know, there's the just nothing could hold in the clothes mm-hmm. because that's what god did so i i i'm i'm gonna without fail ask and, and as our announcing staff will for a million souls so i want you to think about money for just one one brief moment here mm-hmm. i want to teach you a little verse to under so that you'll understand where god's coming from when you give uh we teach a little bit on tithing from time to time in churches so you get a good bit of that but if you step back into Deuteronomy 14 God gives to us a hundred percent but I want to show you how in case anybody's ever taught you and tithing has ever hurt you or offended you or because I, I know there's been times where through the various movements, you know, they, they got focused on money and that got your eyes off of Jesus and maybe there's some hurt there. So here's how God built it. That There's that first 10% of the money he gave you was for the Levites who could make nothing else, for pastors, for churches, for those doing the work of the ministry. Then he had a second tithe in there. And this, I'm gonna break it down for you here. That was for you to enjoy and to be a blessing and to honor God. In other words, he wasn't ever satisfied to say that, will you just come and and give this to church? He wanted you to say, you know, this thing is for you to interact Mm -hmm. with, with me. Mm -hmm. We're going to, you're as a king and priest one day. And so Mm -hmm. I want you to get used to living with me. So here's uh, beginning in verse 22 of Deuteronomy 14. Be sure to set aside a tenth of all that your fields produce every year. And now listen, this is going to maybe open your eyes in a way you never seen before. Eat the tithe of your grain. They're talking about the second tithe here. Eat the tithe of your grain, new wine and olive oil, and the firstborn of your herds and flocks in the presence of the Lord your God at the place he'll choose as a dwelling for his name so that you may learn to revere the Lord your God always. So he said, I'm going to give you sufficient but I want some of that, you to bring that and eat it with me. Mm-hmm. I want you to come and celebrate with me. Mm-hmm. But if, and if that place, he talks about it being too distant, how to sell it, how to do all these different things. And it says this at the end of 26, uh, verse 26, then you and your household shall eat there in the presence of the Lord your God and rejoice. And then it says, and do not neglect the Levites living in your towns for they have no allotment or inheritance of their own. So he, he breaks down these two pieces. These, this, you, you have 80% over here, but this 20% over here, some of that is don't forget the ones that I have called to specifically introduce people to me, introduce you to me. I'm going to give them wisdom and insight and don't neglect them. And then don't neglect to celebrate me with this too. Because if you spend it all and don't celebrate me, how can I celebrate you? So Jesus said very clearly back here in these days before he came and put on flesh, don't ever appear before the Lord empty-handed. And I'll just repeat again, because God will never, ever appear before you empty-handed. So if you want to be in the character of God, in the passion and the likeness of God, then this Feast of Tabernacles is a time of, of celebration. It's a time of giving. It's a time for that 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 other 10%, that other piece for God for you to say, all right, 
I'm going to, as I, as Corey taught me all those years ago, it's my cake, but I, I can't just give him a piece. I, I've got to share it with mm-hmm. him. And he can do whatever he wants. If he wants to give back more to me, that's fine. But mm-hmm. I'm going to give this much. And, you know, watching that all that God did, it's it's kind of funny to look back now because that was not long after that was that year first she first began to battle so many of the autoimmune things where she was where as I was crying out to God on her behalf saying God if you don't heal her how is she ever going to learn to pray and how to trust you but God wasn't afraid to take her through the darkest of places because Mm -hmm. He opened her her ears to hear him mm-hmm. and her heart to give. That's right. So he right. there was a confidence he has in us when we when we come to that place. So I just want to challenge you for from victory and for, as uh, just one of those ambassadors as a sent one from God to uh, to take what you have and to give. And as we celebrate these victory partner days, as we look back on conference that we just came out of, as we look moving forward to what great things have done as Pastor Don comes in, as Keith comes in and others come in and, mm-hmm. and share, challenge you. Start asking for a million souls and start giving to provide for those million souls. Thank you for being here. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your leadership here, your vision here, and for for taking time to ask God, what do you want me to say? And Redis doesn't come in because he wants to talk about something. <laughs> <laughs> I like sleep better. <laughs> he, he prays and he asks God, you know, what, what do you want for this season? What do you want for this ministry? What do you want in my life? And God speaks to him and he comes in and he shares this. And it's incredibly valuable. 770-781-9150, 770-781-9150. It's Victory Partner Days. A dollar a day, three dollars a day, a one-time gift. Give your best gift now. Hello, this is Pastor